Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you read Stephen King? Good news, there's a club for you. The Losers Club. Every Friday, us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. We sink our teeth into each of King's novels, dive deep into the lore, and review every adaptation. Even better, we're always having guests over. Thomas Jane, Will Wheaton, Mary Lambert, Mick Garris, the list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Always want to thank you all who check out the series every single week and the multiple interviews. A new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's a lot to keep up with. And I always appreciate you listening. Of course, if you're not a subscriber, let us make it easy for you. If you're into this kind of thing, you want to keep up with your favorite artists and discover new ones and uh, know what's happening in the music world, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. You can also grab us at uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts from. You'll get a brand new interview every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today I'm going to be talking with Avi Kaplan. He's got a record called I'll Get By. Now, this is his first album after leaving Pentatonix. We're going to talk about the uh, the anxiety uh, and the pressure uh, of leaving a very successful act, but ultimately as a means to take care of his uh, mental health. Uh, that included taking a year off, uh, really what he calls a pilgrimage uh, around the world, hiking in Israel, trips to Germany, and reconnecting with nature. And, and you're going to hear a lot about nature in this interview, too. Uh, in fact, uh, a lot of the songs will center around on that, so we'll talk about why the early part of his uh, life around the Sequoias in California was an important era for him to write about. Uh, we'll, we'll hear about the very first track, A Change on the Rise. It's, it's basically a proclamation of what he stands for musically. Uh, it's really kind of drawing a line on the sand for anyone who hadn't heard anything he had done you know, after uh, Pentatonix, for the singles that have been leaning up to it, it, this is something different. He says, this is who I am. This is the Americana music that I love listening to. So we're going to hear about that. But also, you know, there are ties back there. Uh, there's a song in here called Sweet Adeline. Uh, that is a title that stretches all the way back to early barbershop quartets. So I want to hear about the tradition and the history on that one and what he's up to this summer. In fact, for the past uh, handful of years, he's ran an acapella summer camp 
uh, for high schoolers. He says it's one of the most important things he's ever done in his career. Uh, It's definitely commendable right there. So let's get into it and hear all about this record called I'll Get By. It's Kyle Meredith with Avi Kaplan. Hey, this is Avi. First off, I'll Get By. I mean, this is a very powerful record that you've put out here you know in the music in your in your performance and obviously in in what you're singing about all throughout it and i guess the proper place is to start you know right before it it happens because this record comes it's kind of touted as your first official album or ep however you want to you know cut that uh after leaving pentatonics which i believe was 2017 stepping out of I don't know what was basically, you know, kind of a surefire thing, um, you know, a successful group right there. What was that like at the time? Because it had to be a pretty strong desire to make this music on your own, to, to leave something. Yeah. So first of all, thank you. I really appreciate, you know, the words that you said about the EP. You know, it means a lot to me and it was a really amazing thing to do, you know, and it was very cathartic for me. You know, I feel like, just like you said, you know, there had to be a strong desire to leave something so successful, you know, and to be completely honest, it, w- it wasn't totally just to do this music. I mean, really, it was mostly because um, of my mental health. You know, I um, I just needed more time for myself. The pace that we were going at was just way, way too fast for me. You know, I wasn't able to see my friends or family as much as I'd like to. And, and also, you know, I mean, now that people are hearing the music that I do, I think that people are understanding that you know, the type of music that I was doing before, as much as I loved it, it wasn't exactly my heart. You know, I love harmonies deeply and I love singing bass. And I love being part of the group. Uh, but there were so many things that were not that were not in tune with me. It just didn't feel it didn't feel right to me, especially towards the end. In the beginning, it was amazing. But towards the end, it just felt like the longer that I was in it, the more that, you know, I was getting worn out and I was just becoming a shell of myself. And also it just was kind of feeling like, you know, I lost all inspiration and I was beginning to become jaded when it came to music. And I love music so much that I didn't want that to grab hold truly. So I decided to make the healthiest decision for myself and to leave the group. And in doing that, I ended up getting back to my roots and really delving into the music that I've always done. A lot of people say that this is such a departure from the music that I do, but you know, this is actually the music that I've always done. I've always grown up listening to folk music. I've always been writing folk music. Um, this is really just the first time that I've been able to really delve into it. And also really the first time that I've been able to share it with people, you know. Yeah, I, I was reading about how, you know, e- even to take care of yourself, you took about a year to return to writing anyway. What, what was that part like? I mean, what, did you know that you would get back to music at some point? Was that part of it or, or was that completely like you know, clouded territory right there. No, I knew that I wanted to get back to music because I mean, that, that was one of the reasons I left. I didn't want to stay in that group and, and then become so jaded that I never wanted to do music again. You know, I didn't want to lose my fire for it. And so really, I mean, when, when I left, my goal was to heal, you know, for myself, mentally and spiritually and emotionally, but, you know, but also to be able to get back into things that I, love the most and that's music yeah hearing about what you did in that time by the way that's uh, i mean i think there was a germany trip in there but the hiking in israel i mean it it all sounds very uh, a little bit fantastical you know a a bit of a world trip with yourself what were those moments like yeah it was a bit fantastical um i mean it was unbelievable 
You know, and actually the thing about it is like, I had never ever taken myself on a vacation ever in my life. And so, you know, I finally had the time and, and I really needed to just, I just felt like I needed to do that for myself. You know, it felt like a bit of a bit of a pilgrimage, wow, felt like a bit of a pilgrimage, you know, so I went to all those different places and, you know, I've always been deeply connected to nature and hiking and all of those things. I grew up like 40 minutes away from Sequoia National Park. And so that's kind of what what my heart was telling me to do was just go and hike and reconnect with nature and reconnect with myself. And that's exactly what I did. I mean, it it, it was the best thing for me. And I, I feel like I healed so, so much doing all the things that I did. Nature, uh, and it finds its way into the lyrics, too. I mean, nature seems like it plays a big role uh, on this record. Uh, it, it sounds like that's also a very natural thing for you. Absolutely, yeah. It's hard for me to not write about nature. <laughs> you know, yeah, it really is. I... And, you know, I mean, it's 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 also, you know, what I'm surrounded by now. Like, I live out very much the outskirts of Nashville, like 40 minutes away from the city, deep in the forest. And, you know, I'm just surrounded by trees. It feels like I'm in a big treehouse. And so it, it, it is it's one of the most important things to me. I've, I've never been a city guy. And really, I've, I've always felt most at peace out in the woods or in the mountains or in the ocean. Yeah, I, I'm guessing quarantine the idea of quarantine hasn't been, you know, as drastic for you as it might have for for some other people who are living in Nashville proper. Yeah, you know, it's really been very, very similar to how I live my life. Anyways, I, I've kind of always been a part of social distancing. Yeah, that that just is my life. Um, especially, you know, I mean, obviously when I'm on tour, I'm around people, but you know, when when I'm not on tour, this is exactly what I do. Yeah, and and. I know that, as you mentioned, it stretches back to your childhood, you know, growing up in, in California near the woods there. And and again, that's something that it sounds like it, it made its way back into this album, um, looking back at your time of growing up. What was it that brought you back specifically to that era in your life that made you want to write about that? I feel like when I look back at those times, you know, when I was younger and when I was living there, there was there was so much good and there was so much peace there that I felt like well and also the other thing about it it was that when I was on the road with Phenotonics, I I was always wanting to go home was always wanting to go back to the Sequoias I I felt like I, I took them so for granted um, when I lived there and I didn't realize how much it meant to me to be able to just escape there whenever I needed to it didn't really seem like an escape but now you know when when I went off through all those things and you know I. I, I basically could not go. It kind of made me miss it so much deeper. And so I feel like when I was writing the album, I needed to get those feelings out of that missing home and missing the sequoias and, you know, all of all of those different things. Like I said it, it really um, you paint a picture so well. Uh, all throughout this record in, in those times. I didn't grow up around the Sequoias, but, you know, it's it's sort of like getting that strong sense of exactly what you're talking about with the landscape. And, 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 and even further than that, I mean, you know, I, I'll change to song specific, too, because the record begins with, it, it feels like a proclamation, change on the rise. Uh, you've said that, you know, this is one of the ways of showing something a very different side than what people did expect from you with pentatonics. I mean, there's a darkness in this writing. Is it as much of a proclamation as I kind of hear it as? You know, I mean, it, it really, I mean, I wrote that song, you know, in hopes to get my own fire back. Um, you know, like I said before, I had pretty much lost it, not to the point to where I couldn't, you know, rekindle it, but it, it was pretty much gone. And Change on the Rise, I wrote to help myself get 
that fire back and also in hopes to help other people that have lost their fire to get it back. So it definitely was a proclamation for me and, and hopefully for other people as well. And and while I'm doing, you know, the beginning, I'll book in because full moon. Now, that seems like that finds an entire new direction. Like if 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 there's a way forward even beyond this, it, it, that song shows that basically it feels like you could go anywhere with that. Uh, what was it like to write that song? Because it does feel very different from the rest. I wrote that one before I wrote any of these other songs. I It's been a song that I've loved um, for a long time. And I, I don't really know where that song came from. I, mean, I know where I was and you know how it came about, but it just kind of flowed out of me. It, you know, it took me maybe like an hour to write, and it's always just kind of been there. And you know, for me, I think that one thing that I've that I've been kind of wrestling with is kind of which direction to go in. Not just in terms of like, not not really in terms of genre, because I feel like all of the music that I put on the EP is in the same genre, mm-hmm. but they're all very different types of that genre. And so I've been kind of wrestling with the idea of whether I go, you know, to this soulful, deep, dark, almost tribal vibe that Change on the Rise is, or this, you know, kind of ancient, like very ethereal, you know, almost Radiohead type vibe that that Full Moon is. You know, I, I love I love both so much, and I love to sing both so much. The thing is, is that in this in this EP. You can hear my voice changing from song to song, you know, so I think that for me, it was really important with the CP to be eclectic enough to where it didn't box me into anything because I truly do love doing each one of these sounds and colors and vibes, but also to stay connected enough and to produce it in a way to where it all feels like it fits as a journey and as a piece. There are moments here. I, I did wonder, like, you know, moments that, possibly did come over from your experience with pentatonics because uh some it feels like you're using some acapella practices uh the hand claps the humming uh the whistling uh now it's not to say that those don't exist in natural songwriting anyway but i do wonder if that was uh, also kind of brought over from what you had been doing in the in the past few years i wouldn't necessarily say that it was brought over from that i think that i've always had a love for harmony you know, and I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I got into the group in the first place is that I've always loved harmony. I uh, where I really fell in love with music was in choir. Before I joined Pentatonix, I was a choral studies major and an opera major in college. And, um, you know, that was kind of what I was going to be doing. I was going to be a choral director and I was going to do my folk music on the side. I also did acapella when I was in college, but harmony has always been a part of my life. And so, you know, it, it would be it would be not like me to to not have harmonies in there. It's something that I love so much, something that I love to create so much. And like I said, that that's really one of the reasons why I was in the group. Uh, similarly, though, I, I will ask about Sweet Adeline uh, Part Two uh, that makes this record right here, because uh, you know, for me, the term Sweet Adeline was really a connection to Elliot Smith. But of course, that 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 song I guess traces way back, much further than that, as I just recently read to the early 1900s and a barbershop song. Is that the direct connection with you here? Uh, d- does that come in? and Or is it just coincidence that you've got a song title that also lines up with something like that? No, 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 it's not coincidence. That is one of the reasons that I use 
that name, and I, I've I've always loved that name. I and and but but I mean the reason I knew about that name was because of Sweet Adeline's. You know, Sweet Adeline is a women's barbershop. That's what they still call it. You know, so like you know, for instance, like you know, there's barbershop harmonies, there's barbershop men's choruses, and then they call it the Sweet Ad- Adeline. They don't call it you know women's barbershop. And uh, yeah, so it did it did partly come from that. And no, that was a nice learning experience for me right there. And. And totally rewrites the Elliott Smith song for me, too. Yeah, totally. You know what's interesting is once I finished that song, I looked up to see, you know, if there were any other songs written called Sweet Adeline. And, of course, Elliott Smith. And, I, and I'm a fan of Elliott Smith. I actually hadn't heard that album. But it, it was cool to hear his song versus my song, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll bring up something real quick as we close out here. The uh, You know, you mentioned coming up in, in the high school uh, chorus and choir and everything. These days, you, well, I don't know about right now, but you've been running a summer camp for high schoolers, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, I run, um, it's called Acapella Academy. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's for high schoolers. It's uh, it's a summer camp. It's in LA. We get kids from all around the world. And, you know, the thing about that camp is that, you know, acapella is essentially the vessel, but it's something where really I started it um, with some friends of mine to you know, there there are kids, well, at least when I was in high school, you know, there are like maybe a couple kids that are like in love with music and the rest of the people that are there, they, they dig it. But, you know, there are the real music nerds, the real choir nerds. And I always kind of wish that there was, you know, a place that I could get together with other kids that felt so strongly about music and about harmonies as I did. Um, and so that's why I started the camp. And, you know, now it's, you know, on its seventh year. This year is a little bit different. We're doing it digitally. But, you know, it's something that has been a huge, huge positive in my life. It's probably the thing I'm most proud of that I've done. And like I said, bringing kids from around the world together uh, to sing and learn about music, songwriting, music theory. Well, it, it is really cool what you're doing there. And especially, you know, musically what you're doing. And Avi, with this new record, I'll get by. I love the direction you're going. Uh, and, and honestly, I, I really look forward. I, I always feel bad, you know, because for a lot of artists, you put out a record and one of the questions that comes up is, cool, what's next? You know, it's like, well, I just did this record. <laughs> Slow down. But I really, really do love what you're doing to the point where I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what you are doing next. So so thanks, man. Thanks for the music. And uh, and thanks for taking the time to talk about it today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate my words and uh, being a part of this. All right, man. Take care and uh, and we'll see you around. Thank you so much. And definitely you too. And my thanks, Avi Kaplan. Again, the brand new record is called I'll Get By. Uh, thanks to Avi. Thanks to you for checking out the episode again, making it to the end here. Again, I, I so appreciate you listening. Before you get out, though, if you're not already, I do hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with this series right here. Uh, so you can keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. Just head to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere that you get podcasts from. Hit that subscribe button. You'll get a brand new interview every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. After that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. It is an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, that's Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound, they've got your music and film news. You can find me on the uh, social media spots, at Kyle Meredith, on just about every single one of them. Like and follow along in the appropriate places. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time.
Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.